Okay. Shir's uh for Brian Dolay about Hudas Ariel. She said uh the car of Mamish. Okay. I got a question from a female who listens to the Chaburas. Um and I decided we're going to spend a Chabura on trying to answer this question. What, wives? I would have spoken to you personally already. <laughs> I feel better now. So the question basically was, and I guess I should have asked them to just get it clear, but how do we understand bitachon? How does a person who has a chronic issue chronically depressed, sick for a long time, somebody they know is sick for a long time, somebody who's always going through ups and downs, a chronic situation. How, how, it's not getting any better. I'm, do, I'm using the bitachon, I'm doing the bitachon thing. Things aren't, things aren't going. Basically a question like that. So we're going to now spend a few minutes probably the entire time. Therefore, I ask any questions, comments I do want, but at the end or at another time, because we're going to go straight. So anything, you take a pen, you can write it down. We can always discuss afterwards. Everybody knows where to find me. I'm not hiding. <clears throat> Could there be things that I'm saying that needs correcting afterwards? That's fine. And I will always, I'm honest, open and honest. If anything's wrong, we could always change things next week. Don't worry. It's not like millions of people are going to change their lives or things are going to happen because of this. <clears throat> so any questions or comments afterwards? Now, there's like a million disclaimers here because I don't want anything to go wrong here. But number one disclaimer is that there's a mitzvah to love every Jew and to feel their pain. No sebolim chavero. It's a very serious mitzvah. And there's a mitzvah to help a Jew in, in a time of need. It's to feel their pain in a time of need and to be with them in their, in their, in their pain, in their difficult time. What we're going to discuss now is not going to downplay anybody's feelings. That's not at all what we're trying to do. Everybody, people who are depressed and sad and upset that things aren't going the way that they would like, we understand. We're not, we're not saying you shouldn't. We're, not, we're just going to try to ch- explain the situation according to the way Bitachon, the way we're learning Bitachon, through the Chavos of Abbas that lens, the Shar Bitachon. There could be other ways to discuss Bitachon, but we are going with our Mahalach. And if you're here, and you're stuck with me and this Mahalach. Anybody who doesn't like it, I don't mind. You can, you can go find a different Mahalach. There are. In some people's Mahalachim, things always work out, apparently, in some people's Bitachons. And that's fine. Now, let's discuss. Chronic issues. I was thinking about this when the person asked me. It's not a new phenomenon person who's going through a hard time, difficult situations, situations that we shouldn't know of. It's been happening for a long time. We just came off of Lag Bomer. Right? Lag Bomer is a big simcha. But Lag Bomer is a simcha because 24,000 Tamudei Chum died. Lag Bomer is a time, according to some, that Rabbi Shem Barichai got out of the cave. Right? Big simcha. He was in the cave for 12 years. Not just 12. Then he, had to, he came out for like a day, free, back in for another year. 13 years. Chronic issue? Pain? 
Suffering, no clothing, no family, no Shabbos, no Yontiv, nothing. Caribs and water. Okay, Shabbos maker is a little different. That's, that sounds pretty rough to me. Avram Avinu tested 10 times. Travel here, travel there, give up your son. Avram is waiting for a child. 100 years old. Sarah, 90 years old. It's a long time. Yitzchak and Rivka waited 20 years for a child. Yaakov Avinu doesn't even try to go get married until he's in his 80s. 70s, 80s. Yaakov has to wait seven years to marry Rachel. And then 14 years for the one he wanted, the one he expected. His bashert. Yehuda loses two children and a wife. Goes through his whole union. Yosef is away from his father for 22 years. A father losing a child for 22 years. Yosef's in jail for many years. It wasn't just like a minute. One partially is in jail, the next partially is out of jail. Like, oh, wow, that was... That was quick. Years he was in jail for. Yidner in Egypt for 210 years. David is chased by Shaul to be killed, then by his son to be killed. David Melech was embarrassed, disgraced, was chased after for many years. Esther Amalka lives with Achashverosh, a guy. She's stuck with this guy for many years. Against her will. And that's before she saved the day. The savior of the day was only a few years later. And we're living without a base of just for a long time. Now there's many, many, many other situations. But this is, this chronic issues have been around for a long time. Nowhere did we see in any of these situations that they lost it. Now these are the tzaddikim. We have to look up to them. Bitochon does not promise people won't go through difficulties. That is not according to our Malach. It won't, doesn't promise that you won't go through hard, rough times. Bitochen doesn't say life is going to be a breeze. I wrote this this morning in like one hemshich. So if there are questions, if things aren't clear again afterwards, I would like to discuss because I should clarify things. Bitochen doesn't say that you're not going to cry. Bitochen is not an answer to specific problems and pains. Bitochen doesn't cure sicknesses, it doesn't make businesses prosper, and it doesn't heal depression. Bitochen doesn't make a child come back home or make sure life goes exactly how you planned and according to your specs. It's not what Bitochen is. Bitochen cannot bring back a deceased loved one as much as you want. Bitochen doesn't say, wait, and it's all going to go away. Sometimes it doesn't go away. Bidachan doesn't say the situation is going to clear itself up. Bidachan isn't an inspiration to just help you move on. It's not what Bidachan is. Bidachan is much more than that. It's not just, okay, let's have an inspiring story that it worked out for some person and we'll, that, that's going to strengthen us to keep going. That's a prat. That is a detail. And we could discuss that. We could speak out the lumbus of what those stories do. And there is a tachas for them. But it's not what bitachon is. Bitachon works on the inside of a person and not on the outside situations. I hope that's, that has to be clear. 
Bitochen is me changing based on an understanding and a, a download of beliefs and trust in Hashem. It is not going to change necessarily the outside. It's not what Bitochen is. Bitochen is a changed mind, changed perspective, a changed view of your situation in the world. Bitochen is living our Amuna beliefs. Bitochen is going to, ultimately, it's going to change the feel. It's okay. That one's okay. Bitochen, yes, is going to be a change of feeling based on everything that we're saying. Bitochen does give us the strength to carry on through difficulties and chronic pains. Bitochen means understanding is a bigger picture. And there's another way to view my personal suffering or somebody else's suffering. Bitochen means there's a plan and a purpose for what I'm going through from the smallest detail of my day to the biggest detail. Bitochen means there's a plan and a purpose for it all. Bitochen says, I could stay calm when the world is crumbling. I can get out of bed even when someone I know is, is deathly sick. Bitochen means leaving my expectations, my perspectives, my comparisons, my life cheshbonos. Why is this fair? Why is it happening to me? I'm so good. I do this. That guy over there doesn't do well, but he's getting good and I'm not getting... Bitochen says leave all that. That's just a narrow way of looking at life. Maybe this person will get better. Maybe he won't. Maybe my child will never return. Maybe I'll never get married. And maybe we'll never have children. It's up to Kaddish Baruch Just like me coming into this world was up to Kaddish Baruch so too is this situation. I trust in Hashem and I can live with tranquility and even with happiness through the soul. Bitochon is going to have multiple steps. The first step is surrendering. It's the first step. Of course we're going to get to davening for all these things. We don't, we don't just throw up our hands and say, okay, Kodesh Baruch wants me not to have children, so that's it. I'm, I'm not going to daven. That's what he wants. He wants me to daven. But we'll get there. We have to, there's, there are steps. There's a process. The first step in the process is HaKadosh Baruch runs the world and I have to surrender for right this minute for the... I have to surrender what my expectations were and I have to change my expectations based on my belief and trust system. Why is this? Because, because I believe Hashem created the world. If you don't have any of these beliefs, then we can't continue. Right? It's not going to go. I believe Hashem runs the world in every moment, in every place, with every person. I believe Hashem loves me and takes care of me like a child. This is the belief system. We've discussed this. This is in the mind, which ultimately will lead to the feelings. But we have to get the belief system. I believe Hashem loves me and takes care of me like a child. I believe nothing is random. I believe Hashem tailor makes everybody's situation moment to moment for them personally for their best. I believe Hashem not only knows what I'm going through, but He's causing it. Hashem is causing this situation for a purpose. I, be- I believe Hashem truly knows what's best for me, even though it's causing me pain and suffering. So this is, an int- is, a, po- is a point. What does it mean, my best? 
What does that mean, a person's best? I, I don't know what's good for me. I know what's best for me. You know, money, health, job security, you know, growing in my spirituality. Those are all, those are all great things. So why, why, why is that not happening? Why, isn't this, why doesn't a Kaddish Baruch think that's good for me? Only Kaddish Baruch knows what's, cons- what's deemed good. I don't know. Right? Haman Arasha, like we always go back to that, and we go through a, a lot of examples. Would anybody in, in Shushan at the time say, wow, Haman coming to power, this is going to be great for the Jews? No, they were scared stiff. They thought they were going to die. But Hashem said, this is the best. This is what got people to do tshuva. This is what needed to be done. Trust means surrendering our personal definition of good to whatever Hashem deems good. Chazal say, when a tzaddik dies, it's brought down, it's brought down, uh, I think in Parshas, um, I forgot when, but Aaron passes away in uh, Chukas. Or is it by Miriam? I don't remember. But Chazal, Rashi brings out it's Gemara. Chazal said that when a tzaddik dies, it brings atonement to the world. Right? Chazal said, everybody, everybody knows that medrash? Chazal? When a tzaddik dies, it brings atonement, brings a kapara. Right? It was next to Paraduma. That's how Chazal understand it. The tzaddik dying is good for the world. Now go ask his family. Go ask his family. Is this good or is it not good? They're going to say it's not good. He died. He's, my, he's, our, he's our family. Or even could, you could ask people in Kalal Yisrael. Was the, the fact that this tzaddik died, is that good or not good? They'll say, it's not good. We need him. But, but then you have to tell them, what about this chazal? But maybe you don't understand what's good. Maybe you all need an atonement. Maybe the world is about to be destroyed. Maybe there's supposed to be a big catastrophe. And a Kaddish Baruch Hu says that the way to atone for that is for this tzaddik to be taken out of the world. So what's considered good? The answer is we don't know. We can never really know. We can't know. Sometimes that which we thought was good actually destroyed us. Sometimes a good medicine actually hurts people. Sometimes good food damages people. Sometimes a lot of money destroys people. I thought it was good. We live in the micro and Hashem lives in the macro. True? He's in all places, at all times, in every era, within every person. These are... Everybody knows, all, I think, everything that we've said so far. I think it's, I'm just trying to make it very clear. It's illogical. It's illogical to even think one knows what's considered good at any given moment. It's, not, it's illogical. It's actually irrational. If you believe in the Rabboni Shalom. If you don't believe in the Rabboni Shalom, so that you can think whatever you want. It's very logical to think, I know what's good. But if you believe in a higher power who runs the world, who did not necessarily ask me my opinion, he does not ask me my opinion, then it becomes illogical to think that I could possibly say this is good. It's like you're having a conversation, you're having an adult conversation, you know, with your wife or some people, with some people about adult things. And like a little kid who's like six says, says, their, says their opinion. Everybody looks at this kid like, what are you, who are, like, what are you saying? How do you know anything that's going on over here? You're a little kid. Thank you for your, for your opinion, but you, you don't even know anything that's going on. Do you know what life insurance is, my friend? I don't know why that came to my mind. He has no idea. It's illogical for a child to even think that he can have an opinion, but okay, but they throw it out anyway because they're children. So if we think that we could deem what's good and we have our opinion, we're no different than the little kid to a Kaddish Baruch who's, the, who's Tati. 
True? It sounds like morbid right now, but it actually brings a person to a lot of simcha when he, when he allows us to come into, situ- into his life. A person suffering, maybe from a past Gilgal. I've heard Rebbe even say things like that. Maybe from past Gilgal. What are you going to do about that? Just be your best. Just keep going. What are you going to do? Or a person suffering may be helping Kalisra in some way that's unimaginable. You have no idea. Now, so far, this whole approach, I will, maybe I'll stop for a minute for questions in a minute, if anybody wants. But this whole approach is based on Rabbi Akiva. Right? When his lamp went out, when his donkey was eaten, right? When his chicken was devoured, what did he say? It's good. It's all good. Now, what's the, what's the problem? And I'm, I'm not upset, chas The story worked out. The story worked out. But, now what's the problem with that thinking? That it's going to work. Who said, what happens if Rabbi Akiva never found out that it worked out? Stop the story. Was that going to change what he said? No. No. He said, cold, game over. The Gemara could have ended. He did it. It happened to be. Baruch Hashem, HaKadosh Baruch showed him. Because when you really surrender yourself, and you really trust, the Bari Olam may, might, maybe, maybe, show you. What happened? But he did not say that only afterwards. See, look. He says, he moms gives mustard. I don't know who he's giving mustard to. It all happened. It all goes down. And he says, it's all good. So it's all for the best. Then he finds out that next morning about the troop that killed people, he would have been killed. And then he says, I don't know who he's speaking to. See, I told you. But that, he wasn't, that wasn't contingent on it working out. It wasn't contingent on someone else's story. Oh, it worked out for Rabbi Kiva, so it's going to work out for me. That's not what we learned from the Gemara. It's not the right way to learn the Gemara. Pashup shot. Correct or not correct? He said it before anything happened. The Gemara could have ended. Avram Avinu, Sarah. Yeah, Sarah Imenu. 90 years old. She's been davening. What happens if she didn't have Yitzhak? So at 90, at 90 she was going to stop? She would have gone to her grave davening. All the stories that are brought down all worked out. But they, but the stories, but they were davening the whole time. What happened if she? I'm asking you. Let's say she didn't get a child at ninety. Was she just going to stop? All right, ninety years old. There's a story about Sari Menu, and she got it at ninety. So it's my, by me, who saw herself. I'm going to stop because I didn't get it at ninety. That wasn't her plan. She was willing to go till 120 davening. Because what was the tachlis of the tefillah? What was the tachlis of her barrenness, Chazal say. Tachaz wasn't to have Yitzchak. Tachaz was to Davin. That's what Gemara says. Yivamus. Dafiyomi just learned it recently. Her Tachaz was to Davin. And she Davin. Kodesh Baruch decided she should have Yitzchak. But if she didn't have Yitzchak, she would have continued Davining. Called Avraham Rahman at the top of it. Avraham Avinu would have stopped Davin at 100. He would have kept going. Yes, these stories did work out. But we have to remember... The whole, the whole inyan of Avram Vinu's tests, the whole test, every one of them, what was the test of Lech Lecha? What was the test of Lech Lecha? What was the test of bringing up Yitzhak to the Akedah? What was the test of the famine? They all look different, right? We discussed this. But what was the ultimate test of 
every single one without a doubt, will Avinu be maharher achrav? Chazal say. Will he look and say, Kodesh, what is going? what are you doing to me? That was his whole test. Every had a different levush. One was with a child. One was with his life story. One was with Parnassa. Right? Kodesh Baruch took every single detail of life and tested him. Ultimately, will Amram Avinu throw up his hands and say, I'm done with this, with this program? Will he be Mahar Akhrav? And the answer is no, he wasn't. He was a tzaddik, Yisodolim. He had bitachon. This too was for the best. And he kept going. To the point that he had the knife by Yitzhak's neck. He was ready to do it. He would have. Right? He was ready to go the distance. Baruch Hashem worked out. But this approach, we have to understand, the chronic inyonim is no different than any situation. The same bitachon, the trust in a Kaddish Baruch that he knows what's best, that he loves me, that he takes care of me, that I have to put into this situation, I have to put in, in a chronic situation also. There's no, there's no difference. Bitochen is the belief that everything happens according to Hashem's plan without any exception. Maybe Hashem missed this point. There's no such thing. If you think that, then you've got to work on your mood of bitochen. Bitochen means I can be calm in the face of uncertainty. I can accept suffering with love. Aaron Cohen's Ms. Makabal has two children dying. In the Kodesh Kedashim. What did they do? They were just, ser- they were just serving you. So they had to die for that? Okay, give them a slap on their... It's Makabal Bahav. He didn't ask any questions. What, wor- what worked out in there? His children died. Yudah's children died. <laughs> they went off the derech a little bit in their sins doesn't always work out according to what we perceive as working out. Esther Malka, how long was she with Achashverosh? Stuck with a guy, mamash. Story ends, Perm everybody's like, wow, yay, we won. And Esther's still in the palace with Achashverosh. She didn't get out. She was still there. Bitochah means I surrender my personal wants, desires, expectations, perceptions, views of life. To a Kaddish Baruch wants, desires, expectations, and what he views as life. Does that, does that make, does that, part A, does that make sense? So, the person who asked about the, the chronic issues, Bitochen doesn't say it's going to go away. Bitochen says, I'm going to learn how to live even with this in my life, even through my suffering. There's a purpose for it. There's a tachlis for it. And I'm going to daven until the end of days because maybe that's what a Kodesh Baruch wants. He wants my tefillahs. Maybe he wants me to suffer because there's some Jew who I'll never ever meet that's going to benefit from my suffering. We're small in a big, in a big world. It's very difficult, of course, for the person who's going through this to believe that, Obviously. He's, he's stuck in a certain system we're going to discuss now that he can't 
see out of. Okay. If no questions, we're going right there. Is there not a difference between a chronic situation and a situational event where you have respite in between? It's, you know, you're you're running a marathon, you're going through the desert, and there's a way, you're dying of thirst, and there's a way station in between. Somebody hands you a bottle of water, and that carries you a little bit. If a person's in a chronic don't see no way out or whatever illness, whatever it is. It's much harder than and You're asking, I know. So maybe I'm not getting any clear. This is the same question that the person asked. What I'm trying to say, and maybe it's not getting clear, is that how do I say it? I mean, I'm not, maybe I'm not being clear. I understand logically what you're saying. A person who's going through it, his, he's being beat up. But if we would be able to tap into what Bitochen truly is, then it doesn't make a difference. Then you're just going to go and... Right? Okay, then I'm one of the does, does that make sense, everybody? Yeah. If we really get, it doesn't matter how many times you're going through it. I surrender this moment to the burial. Yes, it's a lot of moments. But if you can really get to it, every moment is going to be the same. There might be harder tests and you have to then rework your bitachon. But when you... It's like a snap almost. This is for the best. All right, so it's, uh, it's, uh, hopefully it's clear. I want it to be clear, yeah. And Epidemus, there's really no difference between Bittal and Bittal. At least level one of Bittal, yes. That's, that's where it's, that, everything we discuss right is now is Bittal. That's what we're discussing. That's what it is. Okay, <clears throat> now, disclaimer number, I don't know where we're up to. I'm not a therapist, I'm not a psychologist, I'm not a coach. I was never trained in any of this stuff. Baruch Hashem, actually. I don't know how everybody discusses situations when a person goes to a therapist for these kinds of inyanim. I don't know. And I guess I care. I'm not sure if I care or not. I, you could tell me afterwards. But we're going to discuss a certain mahalach. We're not going to go in the past. We're not going to deal with, you know, the person who was chronically depressed because his therapist told him that because in third grade, his teacher told him, you know, he was obese and therefore he can't get over it. We're not doing that. Bitochon means we're going to live in the now, right now. Now, I want to discuss something. That Bitochon teaches us how to live, think, and react in the now, in the present. Now, let me give you some examples. There are, there are difficult life situations. No question. People go through different life, difficult life situations in the whole gamut. Whatever situation you want to come up with, come up with. So there are situations... Pick one. Money loss, family issue, sickness, depression. And then, totally separate in a certain way is the reaction to that situation. There's a situation. It's a Matisse. It's a reality. person lost money. There's a person sick. There's a person who's depressed. That's a, rea- that's a reality. Right? But then there's a reaction, a response. How do you respond when you lose money, when you're sick or slow lane or someone else is sick or... Those are t- two different things. One is from God and one is my choice. These are two different things. It just happens very quickly. People in this world live with unwritten rules about how to react to situations and it is totally off. We will give you a funny example to start, and then we'll get a little more serious. There is a concept called 
hangry, hungry, angry. The person's hungry, and he just starts lashing out. Now, this happens a lot with children. I deal with it almost every day, multiple children. It's called, they call it hangry. He's hungry and he's angry. Hungry, therefore hangry equals hungry plus angry. But hungry doesn't mean angry. Hungry means you're hungry. And angry means you're angry. Two separate things? Hungry and angry? Right? People who, who don't have who don't have seichel are putting it together. They're calling it hangry. They're making it like a like a now we need a therapist for hangry people, which is going to be a specific therapy for hungry, angry people called hangry. It's going to become like a multi-million dollar thing because this, listen, it's a new sickness. <laughs> it's so crazy. <laughs> if, you, if you could imagine, so you have a child. Okay, they come home, they're so hungry. What do you want for lunch? Nothing, I don't want anything for lunch. They go crazy. I mean, anybody, anybody who has little kids knows or if you had little kids, they're going crazy. Okay? Do you want this? No, I don't want this. Now, Imagine this little kid comes home, nobody's home. You have a camera, okay? Same kid, same hungry, didn't eat lunch. He's walking around. The, he's walking around in the kitchen. You see him on the camera, hangry or not hangry, angry or not angry. He's not angry. He's hungry. He's gonna start looking for things, but there's no other person there, so there's no hangry. He's not angry at anybody. He just he might be like a little frustrated. Like, what am I gonna eat? I'll start rummaging around. Because hungry means hungry, and angry means angry. Just sometimes in situations, there's an unwritten rule that oftentimes when you're hungry, you're allowed to be angry, or you're supposed to be angry, or that's like a, that's like a, uh, an effect, that's cause and effect, like God-written rules. If you're hungry, you can be angry. Now, now it's a therapy, and now you can use it in the court of law. Listen, I, I did what I did because I was hangry. Judge is like, oh, you were hangry. Oh, that's okay, okay, you can, you can go free. Doesn't matter that you punched the little old lady. You were angry. It makes sense. It's a, it's a serious situation. It's going to come to that, by the way. That's because we're, we're we're living in a in a uh, in a weird time. Now, when a person is hungry, he's lacking. True, he's lacking. He's hungry. He's lacking food. So go to the fridge and get something to eat. Very simple, right? If you're hungry, get something to eat. Baruch Hashem, we all have lots of food. So many different types. Yeah, but I'm not sure what I want to eat. I'm uncertain of what, what will fill me right now. Uh, anything will fill you. If you're hungry, you need food. It could be an apple. It could be a banana. Everybody uses the banana, right? So eat a banana. It could be cereal. It could be anything. You're just trying to fill yourself up. I don't know what I want. And therefore, he's what? He gets frustrated. He becomes confused. That causes the anger. So he becomes hangry because he's hungry. Then there's a confusion and a frustration. What do I want? And then that turns into an anger, and we put it all together, becomes hangry. Many different pieces. When it happens so fast, we think that's the proper response in a certain way. It's the understandable response. Oh, he's hungry, so he's angry. What happens if you have an adult? And he's coming home, long day, worked hard, spoke to his wife on the phone, I'm going to be home at 6 o'clock. She's like, oh, don't worry. We have your favorite meal planned. Or any food planned. And he walks home, and she's taking care of the kids. There's no food on the table. Get ready, Chavra, for the hangry man. 
was my food. I ex- let's, let's translate. I expected from my selfish, narrow view that you should be slaving over a dinner for me because I work and you're at home and I expected, because you even told me, so you told me, I expected there to be food ready, hungry, world of expectation, anger. And we call it hangry. There's no such thing as hangry. There's different parts that we just put together. Again, these are the unwritten rules. There's a situation, there's a reaction, but there's a lot that goes in between. Okay. Or we'll give you one more example that I, <laughs> just, you know, dealing with kids or even adults. Person comes and he, and he oh boy, I gotta move. He trips. He trips on the stairs, cuts his pants, he's bleeding from his knee. Painful? Sure. Still painful. Tears? Could be. Painful. Anger? Somebody gets starts getting angry. Can't believe I ripped my pants. I'm bleeding. Who are you what are you what are you angry about? Who are you angry at? To who? Pain? Of course. Suffering? Maybe. Who are you angry at? Huh? It's a problem. But it's, it comes, cause comes from guidebook. Yeah. So this is the problem. This is the problem. But we put it all together. Like it's an unwritten rule that if I trip and I rip my pants and I'm bleeding, I'm allowed to be angry. It's like whatever, hangry, that weird combination. Now, let's, we got we to move on. Okay. Person is sick, Lola. Person is sick. And he's chronically sick. He's upset. He's irritable. Worst is, he can't be consoled. Person says, but, you know, Kaddish Baruch runs the world, it's going to be okay. You know, not that you should do that to a person. He, hopefully he can come try to, you know, or he's reading in a book. Oh, Shem says, uh, it's, it's for my best. I don't believe that at all. Appropriate reaction or not appropriate reaction? Again, we're not judging people. We're speaking to each one of us personally, we're, right? I'm going through my own situation. Let's see, let's go, let's, let's, what's going on with this person? Situation, sick. True? True. Now, what's going on behind the scenes? Why am I sick all the time? Hashem doesn't make my friends sick. What did I do wrong to deserve that I should be sick? It's not fair. That becomes, I'm upset, I'm irritable. That turns into, I can't be consoled. See, the, see, how, see how that, that whole situation lays out? There's a situation, and then there's an inappropriate reaction according to Bitochem. Person is sick. Okay. Kaddish Baruch has a certain, certain reason for this. I don't know why. It's, this, is, this is paining me. Other people don't have to go through it because they don't, this is not part of their tachlis. Etc. Etc. Et Hashem is good to me. Hashem has given me life until now. What's now going to be the response? Definitely different than the first guy. Will he be smiling and happy? Love Davka. Will he be calm? He'll be closer. Things aren't going, going my way. Business is not going my way. Family is not going my way. My spirituality is not going my way. My Rebbe doesn't give me the time of day so I could tell him all these things. So I'm angry. I'm upset at the world. Hashem doesn't love. He's not, he's not, he's not taking care of me. All my friends, everything is good. It's not fair, right? The, the whole thing. 
what's the guy thinking? Why does everybody else get what I don't get? Ego. It's not the situation that's causing the response. It's his ego in the middle that's causing the response. Now, if you would tell that to a person, you're angry because of your ego. And let's say he was in an open mood. You're like, that's crazy. Why would I respond to life based on my ego or my jealousy or my irrational bad midos? It doesn't make sense. Right? It doesn't make sense. So the situation and the response, there's a big gap in between. It's what is in between the situation and the reaction. That's where bitachon comes in. Person, unfortunately, his kid went off the derch. I'm so embarrassed. I can't, I can't socialize with people. I can't be seen. Because what's he thinking? What's he thinking? I'm a horrible parent. <clears throat> it's my fault. Therefore, I'm embarrassed. And therefore, I can't be seen because everybody's thinking, laughing at me. Who's... person wasn't blessed with children. They become sad, down, depressed. Again, we're not judging people. And if people are down and depressed, we don't tell them this. We try to mechazik them and at the right time, maybe we can help them. You have to be careful how you deal with somebody who else, you need a whole class in that. But you can understand what we're saying here. Worst is the person, they can't live with it anymore. They, they can't get out of bed anymore. They can't go to work. They become very depressed. <coughs> What's in between the situation and the reaction? We're good people. Why does everybody else have kids? Why not us? Why can't we just have one? Why, why can't we just have one? Is that, too, is that too much to ask Hashem? That becomes, that becomes like a whole world. And therefore they become depressed. But what would be if, if they could, again, we're not telling this person to do it, but what would be in a laboratory if people were not blessed with children for a long time, and then we plug into their system, HaKadosh Baruch Hu chooses, you know, the best for you, and you have to know that, that you have a tachlis right now, right now, without it, still daven, but do you know that some of the biggest tzaddikim in the past generations didn't have any children? Baba Cherebi? Chazonish? No children. None that I've heard of. And there have been others. If we built to plug in the bitachon situation, bitachon, the response, the emotional response can be changed. This make, right? The problem is when people don't put the bitachon in the right place and they're living with these, these cycles. Why me? Why does everybody else have a good life? All this irrational, we understand it, of course. Again, we're not downplaying anybody's feelings. But they build up this whole world. Therefore, the response is the way their response is. And, and then they can't even get out of it. At a certain point, they're so down, they can't anymore take this bitachin and put it in the right place. They're so behind the eight ball, as they say. This person wronged me. This person wronged me. Therefore, I hate them, and I'm never going to forgive them. How about, what's he thinking? How dare somebody go against me? What I do to them? They're so mean. They're causing me to be upset. They're making me be mean to other people. They, they've ruined my life. Therefore, I hate them, and I will never forgive them. But Pitachin says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted this person to 
to attack you. There's a what? Because sent a shaliach for whatever reason. It's for the best. Hashem loves you. He is compassionate. To you. Right? That whole world will be talking that we've discussed. Again, I can't say everything in one shir. But if you could put be talking in there, you'll say, okay, maybe I won't be this person's best friend, but I don't have to hate and be angry, which only destroys me. Right? The hate and the anger towards another person, I'm not going to forgive them. It means you're holding on to that pain. Bitochen says that although life can be tough, situations can be rough. There's no question. Life doesn't always go the way we want. That's, that is the roughness. I don't have to react like everyone else. I can be happy. I can be happy no matter what chronic issue I may be going through. As we said, not why is this happening to me, but why is this happening for me? It's a different, it's a different change. So the last two minutes, and we discussed last week, so what can a person do? Learn Svarma Bitochen. You could daven for Bitochen and for Menuchas and Nefesh. A person should daven that he leaves his subjective view. He leaves his jealousies and his gaivas, which are causing a lot of the <coughs> issues. Do his bodhidus. Person, a person has to start speaking. Hashem is good. There's no bad. I have to leave my opinions of good and bad. I want to surrender to you, O Kodesh Baruch Hu. I want to surrender to your Ritzonos. I trust you, O Kodesh Baruch Hu. I know you love me. You guide me. I don't, know every, I don't know everything. There is a bigger picture. I live in the micro. I live in the macro. Kodesh Baruch Hu. Help me see this. This world is beautiful. There's so much more positivity than negativity. person needs to take time out of his day. Right? Like the guy last week who was jumping down the stairs and kept almost dying. He has to come, he has to, take, he has to take some time out of his day and speak these things out. This is all fall, falls under the, the praising of Hashem. Shrach. <clears throat> spend time praising Kodesh Baruch. We do it during davening, so if you're not going to do it during davening because we're always running for something, then you need to spend other time doing it. If you spend the time during davening, you wouldn't need to have all this extra time. And then like last week we said, Hakar Satov. You could change a whole perspective if you look at Hakar Satov. Again, we're not going to go through that entire share now. That was last week. There's much more about that. So the first step of any Indian of Bitachon, situational or chronic, <coughs> is to come to Bittal, to surrender it to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. It's him, it's not me. Then we have to learn, after we've started, that's called, it's really called Hachna. We didn't say this, but this, this is the Baal Shem Tov, we're not going to that now so much. Then Havdalah is now to understand the situation, my reaction, and then the result. See it. See what's going on. See where the mistakes are happening. And now let's take out that bad reaction, which is made up from jealousies and egos and bad place, put in bitachon a happy way, a surrendering way. The reactions then will totally change. And to work on these things, we have to learn the svarim and do this bodhidus and daven. So if there's anything unclear about today, or any comments, by all means... I would like to, yeah, yeah. I just don't want us to take over. Eleven, saying you share now. Yeah. So let's pause now, and we'll we'll talk after.